0: Is our business.
2: It's like nothing we've dealt with before. My golly, Jim, I'm beginning to think I can cure a rainy day. I can't change the laws of physics. Now in standard orbit, sir. Welcome, everyone, to Standard Orbit, Trek FM's dedicated podcast to the original and new crew of Captain Kirk and the Enterprise. I am Ken Tripp. And I am Zach Moore, and today we're bringing in someone well
0: known to Trek fandom, and she's been on several other Star Trek podcasts. A good friend that we met during Star
2: Trek Las Vegas fifty Haley Stoddard welcome Haley
1: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on
2: uh, It's good to have you aboard it's um you know it's it's funny when when Zach and I were talking about a subject for the show there uh, <laughs> a Facebook post came up you know as as we were going back and forth on Messenger. And it was you talking about sitting down with your daughter to watch a, a TOS episode. You know, like it was a, a ritual or something. And I thought to myself, bingo, what an interesting discussion this could be for a couple of reasons. Now, before I get into that, just learning prior and off mic, Haley, this is also your first watch into the original series. What's taken you so long?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's my first time. You know, um, school raising my kid uh just a lot of trek fell off the radar for me for quite a while so yeah
2: school (laughs) kind of why (laughs) school and raising your kid above tos we'll we'll send that out to the jury (laughs) to see how that comes back now that sounds pretty reasonable to me and and so you're watching it with with um your daughter i'm sorry what's her name now her name's chloe okay and how old is she She's 10. She's 10. Okay, so yeah. this is a nice bonding thing for you guys, right? So Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's excellent. So, Zach, it, when when she told me that she was a TNG person, that's how she grew up, I immediately thought of you and I said there's got to be a connection between you two now.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. They uh I you know, I call myself a child of the next generation. You know, I was literally, you know, born the same year next gen came out, so that was like my Star Trek. So, I uh you know, but hey, TOS
2: is pretty good too, I think, Ken, so it's all good. Uh- <laughs> yeah, well, I always find it, you know, interesting people's entryway into Star Trek. And, and Haley, from from my point, of view, I'm, I'm just curious now, was this something that you watch with your folks or just something you found by yourself? How, how did you get into Trek, if you don't mind?
1: Um. Yeah, I, my dad kind of was watching it, and I started watching it with him. And then I, I don't remember if he kept watching it with me, but I know I kept watching it. So I was... I was five when TNG came on, and I don't think, at that point, I didn't start watching it, obviously. <laughs> I think I was deeply immersed in uh, Fraggle Rock at that point.
0: Oh, there we go. Fraggle Rock, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
1: but, uh, yeah, so, but I know I've, I've watched all of the episodes and rewatches them like I definitely remember watching them. I'm like, I remember this. Yeah, that
0: that so. was the thing with my parents is they, they taped the shows off TV so we had vhs tapes when i was growing up so as you know as i got older to you know uh, be cognizant of what was going on yeah <laughs> you know uh it's like oh we have these vhs tapes for star trek you know and and it was funny uh, uh, a lot of people uh, you know didn't like their families weren't into that like they didn't have vhs or if they did they just would just buy VHS tapes and watch them, but we were one of those fans that like recorded stuff <laughs> off TV. So you know, we'd rewatch Star Trek. Like most of my rewatching Star Trek in my youth was rewatching these these shows off TV, and of course it has all that. And they're fun little time capsules too, mm. you know, because there's like commercials and all <laughs> kinds of stuff in there too. So <laughs> you still have them all, Zach? Uh, they are in a closet. Uh I can't, you know, it's like I'm I'm kind of a I, I walk a fine line between collecting and hoarding. I think with some of this stuff because it's like. Uh, I can't throw it away, but it's I don't use it. Oh, I don't know what to do. But anyway, it's this. They, I I still have it for now. But I think
2: it would be um, a good topic, maybe one of these days for for Earl Grey is to pull you on the show, take a just just pick a random season, rep, random episode, and go through the commercials that were playing at that time. And that to me, <laughs> that that to me would be so interesting because if you, I don't know if you guys listen to Saturday Morning Track with Aaron Harvey, but you know, to me, uh, I grew up in the '70s. Yeah, okay. And um, and and you know I I listened to all the commercials and stuff that he plays that were running during the animated series run and I remember them all. I mean it just it just comes back to your head and it's just very nostalgic. So I, I just hey I know I'm off topic, but I thought that would be kind of something to just <laughs> just toss out there. That's all. So so
0: Haley, you know you you started with TNG. Mm-hmm. You're you're back around to TOS now. Did you watch the other Treks in between, or what was your Trek journey no, to now? And
1: and that's the thing. So. Um, I think I was, I had two years left of school and I started watching Deep Space Nine, which I finished, I think, earlier this year. Um, did
0: you start at the beginning of Deep Space Nine? I did.
1: And, yeah, I totally, you know, it was that age range where Trek just wasn't even on my radar. So, like, I haven't watched Voyager, I haven't watched Enterprise, I will get to them at some point because... I'm a believer in watching it all, so even TAS, I'm sure we'll probably get there. But um, yeah, so I, I didn't, it just wasn't even there for me. I don't know why. I don't know why I missed it, but
0: it went over no, my these head. These things, these things happen, you know. I'm like, I'm a huge, I'm a huge <laughs> Superman fan, right? But I never watched uh, like Lois and Clark. You know, it was on TV when I was a kid, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just being a kid, I just didn't, didn't watch. So it's like you assume, like, oh, yeah, you're, you like this fan of Have you seen this, this, and this? I'm like, well, not everything. But, I mean, one day I'll, I'll probably get around to it. So And I, I'm, I'm a similar way. I'm, like, a completist. So, like, I have this list of stuff. Like, well, better get around to watching that Yeah, <laughs> eventually, you know, yeah. so for sure. I think
1: for me, I, I, I remember watching more of um, Nick at Night and my mom telling me to go to bed. <laughs> and i would get mad because i wanted to watch green acres.
2: Mm, of course.
1: So So i remember watching all of that, but yeah, somehow after TNG, the rest of the Trek just went by me.
2: naked nightmare. See see Star Trek's old enough to be on Nick at Night now, again I... <laughs> Yeah, i know it. You know, well, you know, it's funny just just hearing this conversation and it makes me realize because i guess as as i've grown up, i've been able to go one series to the next to the next and kind of follow them. Now i wasn't as rabid a fan as some of the, the the more newer series like Enterprise and Voyager, but I've watched them. I can't say I've watched every single one of them, but probably most of them. But it is a huge universe now, and it was popping into my head. Uh, you know, I saw the the new Star Wars movie, and you know, as big as Star Wars is and its popularity even beyond Star Trek, it's amazing to me. And then you look at Star Trek, and you go, Oh my God, there is so much to watch. There is so much to follow. Uh, there's so much to read. There's so much, you know. I, I mean, we we have our niche here, you know, with the original series and the in the in the new movies, which is great. But um, and and that that gives us plenty to talk about, even though it's 51 years old. But you think about the expanded universe, and it's amazing. So as you were talking, Haley, that was what was going through my mind. It's like, yeah, you know, life gets in the way. <laughs> it just does, and uh, yeah. for all the right reasons, you know, for all the right reasons. But it is amazing when you when you go to Las Vegas. And you, or any of the our co-hosts out there on Trek FM, or, or our friends on Trek Geeks, or wherever you go, in the amount of time people spend watching Star Trek, and when you hear we watch, it's like if you can't get through the initial watch, how the hell do you do a rewatch? <laughs> it's it's incredible, it's incredible. So anyway, yeah. that, that's my spin on that. So it, you know it, it's, so let's let's start with you, Haley. Just um, how much of TOS have you watched? to date and um, what's been your initial thoughts?
1: Okay, so currently we finished the last episode we watched last night was A Piece of the Action. Um, My brother for Christmas last year he gave me the um, DVD with all six of the original series movies. Uh So we've watched um, Motion Picture and Wrath of Khan. And then, yeah, so that's where we're sitting at. I'm enjoying it. It's been really fun. Um, my daughter actually likes it more. She so likes it more? Okay. She, she really loves it, and I like watching her reactions and listening to her reactions because sometimes um, I'm in the midst of, for next year, um, making bookmarks. Um, I have a cross-stitch. Okay. Star Trek cross-stitch pattern book. And so sometimes I'm working on bookmarks because I'm trying to make at least 30 of these things
2: (laughs) for Vegas next
1: year. Um, And I won't tell you how long they take. Um, (laughs) 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 But um, she'll start laughing and stuff like that. And um, we'll talk about it in the car when I take her to school. Um, Shout out to Five-Year Mission I was gifted all of their albums to date, mm-hmm. and so we will listen to the songs that correspond with the episodes that we've watched so far, and nice. as we're listening, she's like, oh, that was that was this one episode, and she can remember details of the episode, but maybe not the episode title, and... Uh, She'll get
0: there. She'll
2: yeah. Get there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, um, so it's kind of fun, because it's just like, it's something that we get to talk about quite a bit, so...
2: Wow. Wow. Okay. You know, it, it's funny, when when we met a couple of years ago, and we we didn't talk that long, but we got to know each other a little bit, and I, I don't, you know, it's just, when when you're in a room with all these folks, and I think we were up with the uh, the original TNG, Earl Grey Cruise rooms, right? We were up there. Mm-hmm. And all these people around, and they're talking like about the whole mosaic of Star Trek or whatever. Well, I assume everybody in that room has seen every series and, and knows everything that's going on, right? So it's, it's funny hearing you, you say, yeah, I'm, I'm getting through TOS. I've seen two or three of the first, uh, the original series movies, right? And I'm going, oh, my goodness. Wow. You know, this, is, <laughs> this really is a, a TNG baby who's gone into DS9 and is now working your way around. Have you seen the uh-huh. new um, reboot movies?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, let's see. I don't – the first two I didn't take my daughter to. But beyond, I did. We actually, me and a couple friends and my daughter went to the showing the night before it officially came out. And so she's she's watched those as well, and she enjoyed those. And so it's kind of fun to see her go back. But um, yeah, I've seen, I know at some point I saw some of the original series movies when I was younger, but I just don't remember.
2: Yeah, I know. If it's not Picard, (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) no and see that's
1: the thing i know i've seen nemesis and insurrection but i vaguely recall them
2: oh really okay yeah
1: i i need to it's for
2: the, it's for
0: the it's for the best really just let it fade away <laughs> i
1: know right
0: just let it fade yeah. away yeah just stop it all the <laughs> things
1: <laughs> we'll see in generations i remember seeing that one in the theater with my dad and i remember being so confused i to this day i remember being like leaving the theater going what did I just watch? What was going on? I'm so lost. What in the world was that? I feel that way
0: every time I watch it. I feel that way every time I watch it myself. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, it's it's a rough one. It's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's all I can say to that. Oh, that that's so, so that's that that's pretty cool. So, so you're you're through, I guess, most of the second season. Then at this point, right? yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, you're going pretty fast, by the way, because I you know I'm following you <laughs> on social media. I think I even commented the other day. I'm like, hey, are you? are you watching this in order? <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, she's like in the middle of season one and then like a couple weeks later, it's like, oh,
1: yeah, well, middle season two. We had uh, four days at home, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, I was off. And then we don't go anywhere on weekends because I, yeah. We live in a town where all the smaller, where people from the smaller communities that live around us come on the weekends to do all their shopping because they don't have stuff. I hate, you no. Know, And I'm in my car and I'm driving all week. So, yeah, we had four days and I don't, I don't know if it took us the whole four days over Thanksgiving weekend to finish season one, but yeah, we were about halfway through and then we busted out the rest of it (laughs) that
2: weekend. Okay. So there's a couple of things that have been said that we're definitely going to circle back on. One of them is the fact that she seems to like it more than I do. That'll stick in my head for a bit and we'll get back on that, but... So, from the from the rewatch perspective, you know you're you're going into it having seen Star Trek with pretty high production values. Uh, you know, just just you grew up in it, where you know mm-hmm. they spent some money and they did it right. What's it like going back to the original show, watching it? You know, a show from the nineteen sixties. You know, and and for us, and I don't want to answer your question. So for us you know, it was ingrained in us that the stories were so good that the effects didn't matter. Are you finding that to be the same, or is it a mix?
1: Um, you know, I I can appreciate, I think, because I watch stuff. Like, I remember watching Adam West Batman when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And again, I watched Green Acres, Bewitched, I Dream of genie. So I, I appreciate the, what they had and what they were able to do with what they had at the time and I can, I don't, I try not to look at it through that lens of where, oh my gosh, I grew up with something that had better technology and was able to do a lot more things and, and put it on that level and be like, oh, this isn't as good because we have so much better stuff now. And I appreciate it. I think it's amazing what they were able to do with what they had. And it's, really fun. I mean some things I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. But at the same time, my daughter is enjoying it. And she doesn't care. So. Yeah, and that's <laughs> I think
2: that's the difference right there, right? So the eyes of a 10-year-old be in the, in the eyes of the the parent, it you know, um, are very different. There's there's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. And I I think the colors and all that stuff must appeal to to little kids quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I think she likes the characters. She loves, you know, the characters. She loves Scotty spock's her favorite of course Mm -hmm. yeah well data's her favorite in tng so we're just continuing you know this
0: there you go see data was my favorite in tng (laughs) as well you know because i'm serious though when you're a kid data's like a kid you're like oh he's learning to be a person well i'm learning to be a person Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like that's the journey you go on with data and and, uh next gen so yeah what
2: happened to his programming
0: when he went into the movies though Well, his emotion shit, kid. You know, when you get older, you start to have
2: emotions, and
0: uh, (laughs) that really messes with your (laughs) with your life. You know, especially (laughs) on
2: the ego side of things. I think. (laughs) Yes, yes. The Picard and Data show. Yes. Yeah. But
0: yeah, no, it's
2: it's
1: been really fun, and yeah, so we're enjoying it
2: okay so what are the what are the things that you're taking from it good and bad i guess a little bit just a little discussion just free you know just kind of free conversation as to what you think is is hitting and off and you know it's it's funny because you say you know spock is the favorite well spock is iconic right and if i remember Haley, you're a bit into the vulcans right (laughs) you you dig vulcans yeah so that 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 must be pretty cool so you know if if you're getting into um the the I guess the, the philosophical aspect of, of the Vulcans and how they work and how they operate. They they didn't have a lot to going on in T N G, but they certainly do have a lot more going on in T O S.
1: Yeah. Um I think for her she likes it's more I think the humor aspect that they try to show and I think that's also kinda why she likes data. Because it's a little subtle it's not so much in your face um and that's kind of fun I I love British humor so that subtle that subtle kind of humor and I think um his expressions (laughs) is what she really loves she loves when he just different things and it's it's really kind of funny but um
0: yeah I think TOS did comedy a lot better than TNG yeah in my opinion uh it just I don't know, like I, there was something about TNG, just the air about it. It was this very serious show, and it was very good at what it did. But and yeah, don't get me wrong, it had some funny moments, and especially you know with Data. But like when you, you, they try to do like comedy episodes, like and I, I try to think about some like like the outrageous soconda Like I guess that was supposed to be comedy that's like one of the worst episodes of star trek and it's like what are you doing you know but then you look at tos you get you know you just you just watch piece of the action that's mm-hmm. hilarious yeah because it's like fish out of water stuff they're they're, they're spot on you know or star trek 4 right i mean it's 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 not a comedy but it's it's hilarious to see these guys in these these fish out of water situations trouble with is one of the most famous episodes in the franchise yep. a comedy episode so i i don't know there was a certain just kind of gleam gleam in the eye of tos that, that they pull off when of they try to do comedy a lot better than some of the other shows
1: yeah, I would agree. Yeah, definitely for sure on that one.
0: So as you know, in like Kim was saying, I think that the colors and all that and all that craziness—you know—there's a lot more lively, liveliness to to Tos. A lot of energy and a lot of energy, you know, a lot, that '60s show. I mean, '60s television. You, know, you mentioned the Batman, you yeah. know, like Adam West show. There's there's a lot of that in in Tos. Just the production values of the time, the kind of in-your-face ness of of everything. But it's it's exciting, you know, especially for a, a younger person, because it, Tos was more like kind of a an action adventure kind of show. Yeah. Right? Uh, TOS, uh, TNG, excuse me, TNG. You know, it's it had you know it had its action adventure, but there's a lot more you know sitting around at conference rooms and you know counseling sessions and stuff like that. And that, that was of the time and it, you know a more sophisticated show and it fancied itself as a more sophisticated show. Uh, but you know, and there's a time and a place for that. And there's a time and a place for you know uh, kissing the girl and punching the bad guy and having a good time, <laughs> you know, down on the planet. And there's a lot more of that going on TOS, so I can see how that would appeal to you know people of all ages and that's what hooked me in as well because in addition to tapes of TNG that I watched when I was a kid I did watch tapes of of TOS reruns my parents had as well so I kind of grew up with them both simultaneously so
1: yeah it's been kind of it's it's funny sometimes she's still in that age of uh when Kurt kisses the girl she kind of looks at me
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: kind of rolls her eyes a little bit um And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. Kirk always gets the girl. (laughs) But it's kind of fun because we did the watch of TNG to kind of compare, you know, TOS, Kirk goes down on the planet pretty much every single time. There's an away mission. And comparing that with TNG where Riker was like, no, you know, and wouldn't let Captain Picard go down on the planet because, you know you look at all the stuff that happens when Kurt goes down on the planet, and it's like, okay, really? The captain probably should not be going on every single away mission, um, you know, with all your senior staff and everything. So it's kind of nice to make those comparisons.
0: That is, that is amusing. You see literally, like, the entire crew beam down to a planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it, who is left on the ship, you know, at this point? There's yeah. always some random guy. Like, I don't use Sulu, or sometimes they just promote some random (laughs) officer to to be in
2: charge. Because, oh, everyone's left. Everybody's gone. Yeah, Schmedlap.
0: There you go. (laughs) Exactly. That's
2: that's where that phrase came from. Yeah, just throw him up there. But it is, yeah, there's a lot of great differences. And I think that, even in the styles, right, where I I think if you go backwards, it must be interesting. Because in TNG, DS9, Enterprise, and Voyager, it's an ensemble cast. It's just mm-hmm. not, you know, yes, the, the captain is the focal point. However, the whole cast has pulled in. And in, T- in TOS, it's just the, the top three, and that's it. And the rest are definitely, and, and that was the era of television back then. They were the stars of the show, and the rest were, you know, the, below the line. You know, they, they fill in the gaps and all that stuff. And every once in a while, they get something to do, but they're not treated the same way. But in that era of television, that's just how things operated. And with a tight budget, you can only focus on the top three. So I think it it is interesting dynamic to, to see, you know the, the Kirk McCoy Spock, you know triad versus the, in the other shows. It's like boom. It's like a shotgun approach. It could be a Riker episode. It could be a Data episode. A Wharf, A Troy. It, you just don't know, right?
1: hmm Yeah.
0: To, to, that, to that point, you know, is there anything that, that you would like to see more of you haven't seen enough of in TOS? you know, you, you got about half of the show left. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so what would you like to see that you haven't seen more of? And I can tell you if you're going to be disappointed or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to know. Um, uh, for me, no. I, you know, I'm just enjoying it. So there's not anything I think that I want to see more of or, or less of. Um, or just you know kind of taking it a little bit at a time and enjoying it for what it is Um, and I'm enjoying my daughter's reactions like she loved iMud she was laughing hysterically
0: it was so funny
1: (laughs) you know Um, and uh, when we watched it's really funny because she'll pick up on different things too Um, so I grew up in band I was in band for Oh, all through what did you play? I played the flute.
0: And okay, then... cool. I was in a band as well, but I did not play the flute. So. <laughs> Carry on.
1: But, uh, so like the music and stuff, and so I'll notice, I'll be like, oh, they, this was music from this episode, but sometimes she picks up on little stuff like that too. Um, but it's really fun to kind of, little things that she notices, and I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you know, or she'll like an episode a little bit more than I will. Um, yeah. But I don't think right now there's anything more. I don't know if there's anything more that I want to see of.
0: Just well, you know, I don't know how, how much like modern TV do you watch, Ellie? Um,
1: not a lot.
0: Well, no, I just I just asked that because you know nowadays you know everything is so serialized and everything's like one piece of a whole chapter of a of a mm-hmm. like discovery, right? Everything's like a chapter of a of a greater novel, if you will. Yeah. For something like TOS, you know, it's 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 episodic, so it's like. I feel like that sometimes that's a lot easier to, to to watch because there's something new, you know, yeah. every every time. You know, it's not like you know, just continuing story this or that. There's no oh long term are these two characters gonna get together or you know, anything like that, like stuff to like look forward to, stuff they're setting up. It's just, you know, here's a I like this concept, I like these characters. I wanna see them in all these different situations. Yeah. There's a lot of well longe- a, a lot of longevity to that, I think, and that's why TOS you can revisit it years later and, and it's it's uh it's it's just the same now as it was then, you know, being just a, a fun little self-contained adventure, starting stuff. Now I know you're you're yeah. like binging binging them and all, but <laughs> at the same time, it's just easier to jump in and out with yeah. something's just self-contained, and it's more satisfying in a lot of ways. Not too.
1: having to remember stuff from like three episodes ago that like is brought back up again. You're like, I don't remember that.
2: Oh yeah, it just trudges on. I mean, a person's okay. mind can be completely erased, and it's all fixed the next week. <laughs> 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 and that has happened yeah
0: that's that people have died and come back it's it's just oh know, really yeah just to do the office yeah like in that same episode can they kill scotty and they bring him back and like you know it, it, it's like they're okay great you're you're back to life all right get back to work you know it's like can we talk about this for a second you know this is kind of a big deal okay
2: it's a little different but, than what i was thinking but i'm just saying you're thinking of a hero where they erase well, her her, her, her mind. mind was completely gone right at the end she was trying yeah. to say and the but, then word but,
1: suddenly, yeah and then she's at college level or something by the end of the episode well <laughs> they, not they really she was
2: still she was still they... pretty uh she i think it was blue we is how the end <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to say blue so i don't think she was college level but it's just funny the next episode right is rain no problems all memories back it's good
1: yeah yeah
0: that's okay now, now, are there any are there any kind of you know because your daughter's younger are there any like episodes she gets like really scared by or they have like scared because i remember watching two so i was younger i thought i was you know there's some things that can be creepy to a kid.
1: Um, not so far in TOS. There, I know that I remember from stuff when I was a kid in TNG. There was like, um, there was some stuff. I'm like, close your eyes, don't. Want to, don't.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um, but I haven't. No, not too much. I mean, you know, we finally, she's finally come around to like Lord of the Rings and the orcs don't scare her anymore. Uh-huh. So.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, is a little tame by comparison. We're talking orcs and orc guy. Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I tried to get her to watch that, like, uh, a few years ago, and the orcs were a little scary, but not anymore. I mean, she, she watches Ghostbusters... Um, I've been introducing her to movies that I grew up on, so, like, if Labyrinth isn't going to scare her, I think she's
0: fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. It It is fun. And kids today... Kids today. That's, for, that's a phrase. But they yeah. are they are exposed to much more, and they seem to be... You know, there, there's there's a lot less... I wouldn't say concern, because I think parents do watch out for it, but they are exposed to more, and I think they handle, rightly or wrongly, more than, than we ever did when we were little.
1: Yeah. I try not to do you know there's like we don't have tv we just have um netflix and we have hulu and a few other things but um so it's a lot of that and just a lot of movies that we have um we'll go to the library and stuff but i i still am like there's some things that i'm like kate yeah no no there's things that parents let their kids watch and i'm like really well you know and
0: that's the great thing about star trek because up until you know recently with discovery and then Mm -hmm. who quit Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek, huh? That'd be cool. We can talk about that one day, hopefully, Kent. But up until recently, Star Trek has been pretty much you can show any kid any episode of Star Trek, with with a rare exception like a like a Conspiracy on TNG, for example. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, that one. (laughs) <laughs> you you can you can pretty much just let you know sit there with and not have to f- feel like you got to reach over and mm-hmm. you know cover their eyes or ears every you know five minutes and that's what's great about Star it's just family entertainment I, mean, I grew up watching it with my family grew up watching it with your dad now I it with your daughter I mean that's, and that's what little Star Trek is it's just one of those great family touchstones of entertainment in my opinion
1: yeah and that's that's what's been really nice just because I feel that way you know I'm probably gonna wait like another year before we do DS nine just because. It's a little darker and a little... The subject matter is a little heavier at times um, than I think even some of the episodes of TNG. Um, but yeah, exactly. And, you know, we watch the movies and, I mean, she's going to be exposed to it anyway. I mean, I'm a Trekkie, so it's it's just round. So whether she wants to sit down and watch it herself or not, it's, it's going to be on at some point. But it is, and it's been nice because I love that it has that family aspect that... People can sit down and watch it with their kids you know even I think even like a six-year-old could watch some of the episodes and it's gonna be totally fine you know it's not it's not anything that you're like oh my gosh my kid is gonna like be completely damaged by watching this because they're not
2: no and 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 they and they learn a lot from it I mean it's it's all it's all good things that we want our kids to learn and understand and the things that they were talking about on TOS, to 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 us now, I was like, yeah, of course this is the way we look at things. Well, back then it was very different, so it was very mm-hmm. provocative in in their approach. And, and sometimes it was, you know, it was, you know, punch right in the nose, it's so obvious. Other times it was very subtle, and people would pick up on it. But I, I do think that that's, that's kind of a neat thing is that you know, it, it does tell a story of um of optimism, hope, friendship, respect, you know, and and, and infinite diversity and infinite combinations. If you think I, I think about it all the time because in the business world today, there's such a huge focus, rightfully so, on diversity and inclusion. And that's been going on probably since the mid nineties, but it is really ramped up to make people aware of different cultures, different aspects, different thought processes from people that are you know, that 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 that, that grow up in a different environment or do things things different from you and and it pulls us all together, but to think that 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 i d i c concept from nineteen sixty six is just really catching on now in terms of i'm talking like, like everything in my company's d and i it is you know do you have a diverse slate? Are you looking at people from across a broad spectrum are you because companies have learned that the more diverse your organization it is. The more profitable it is because you come at it from so many different ways and it's it's a real eye opener well hell they realized this back in in 1966 on this little itty bitty tv show that's pretty exciting
1: yeah well and i've been asked you know some people have asked if i'm concerned about how women were treated on the show and i think that's kind of interesting and so i've had some interesting questions of people asking if i'm concerned about something like that um, and, you know, I say no, because it's a good thing for her to see how women were treated then, you know, or how people, I explain to her when Chekhov finally comes on and kind of why, you know, she, she said something about how he's always like, oh, you know, when he talks about, oh, it was made by Russian. And I explained to her kind of that concept of why and stuff like that. Why he kind of was always saying that. And, and it's nice because I can have those dialogues and those conversations rather and explain it in a it fits now kind of looking back at it mentality. And so it's, it's been great. I, you know, it's really fun and it's a great way to teach her different lessons.
0: Yeah, that's a great point about like contextualizing things from the past and now. It's a great way to kind of just learn about history, you mm-hmm. know. Cause that, and that's a, and it's a fun way to learn too. And I'm sure she'll remember all that stuff. You're like these old tidbits you share like via Star Trek. And then a lot of the stuff she'll she'll learn in school.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, at some point, yeah, she definitely will. So.
2: Yeah, I can't wait till she sees the voyage home. That's. Uh... It just for whatever reason kids love that movie right and it's not only just kids it when, when i was talking to uh, my wife the other day about this this thing bill shatner's coming up to new york yada yada, and we're talking about that and i said you don't even really like star trek she said i like the one with the whales okay the one with the, the whales <laughs> <That> is... <laughs> and it, you know it's like that is such a common phrase from people outside yes. of star trek yep. that like that movie and like if you if you go to IMDb and you pick like alternate titles, they should put Star Trek IV: The One with the
0: Whales. The One whales. with the Whales. <laughs> yep, and it it just
2: it just resonates. But for for kids and and even for my kids who weren't really much into Star Trek until they got older, that was the one movie that they all wanted to watch over and over again because it was mm-hmm. funny and it had a great story and and who doesn't love whales? I don't know anybody doesn't love whales.
0: Th- those guys that try to kill them in the movie they don't love whales
2: <laughs> yes they don't they don't love whales okay yeah. so
0: i mean they love what they can get from the whales but yeah. yes you know, I, you know i i might feel against the grain here you know when, when i was a kid i actually didn't like that one because i wanted to watch star trek for you know space and adventures and you know phaser fights and all this stuff i'm like well this is they're just like on the street with like a car like it's <laughs> that's boring you know, like I don't. Oh, look! There, there went some guy's office, and he's talking to a computer. What's the, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I just, I actually, I gravitated more towards the Star Trek because, you know, I love two and three. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. They're doing stuff. All this stuff going on. Planets, planets are blowing up. You know, all this stuff's going on, and they're just hanging out in, in California for a while. And there's some whales. I'm like, go to Sea World all the time. I can see whales. I will see Star Trek for things I've never seen before. But uh, that might be a, an, an unpopular opinion there, Ken. From <laughs> So hey, file that one Haley, away in my
2: ever-growing stack. Just, just ignore him, Haley. Go, 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 watch it and enjoy it and have fun. You guys will love it. You guys will love it. That's for sure. Okay. So, yeah. just out of curiosity, Haley, what is, is there? Was there a specific episode? Titles be damned if the, if it just needs a description. But is there is there one that um, that really caught you off guard that you really liked, and and maybe one that that really disappointed you?
1: Um. Hmm. There hasn't been any that have been disappointing. I think uh, I was cooking for one of the episodes, so I don't remember it. And Chloe was like, Mom, do you remember when this happened when we were listening to the song in the car? And I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> all the, all the you know, being a Star Trek fan, I'm sure that you know certain episodes. that they all live up to the hype when you finally saw, like, the, the big ones?
1: Yeah. Um, definitely... Uh, Oh, jeez. The Changeling was really fun. I really enjoyed that one. That one was a really good one. Um, oh, it was The Taste of Armageddon. That's the episode that I was cooking, and we were listening to the song in the car, and I was like, I don't remember this. And she's like, it's this one, and she was describing it, and I'm like, yeah, no. No, I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that That is one, one of those th- that kind of goes under the radar, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so a little bit. But, um, yeah... Now I think I'm kinda on most what most people like, you know, Doomsday Machine was really fun, really enjoyed that one. Um Sitting on the Edge of Forever really kinda was like, oh man, that, that hurt. That kinda hit hard. But um yeah, no. And let's see, um, I was gonna say Chloe's her favorite episodes. Let's see, season one, her favorite one, uh was Devil in the Dark. And she really likes that one. I was asking her in the car, I'm like, hey, which one was season one that was your favorite? And she's like, the one with, like, the eggs that were purple. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> cute. And then um, we both really enjoyed Return of the Archons. That's her second favorite one. And then so far, I think she said her favorite one in season two, um, Trouble with Tribbles. Been her favorite so far.
0: Now, yeah, now had you seen the, the Deep Space Nine at Tribbles episode before this one?
1: Um. Yeah. So I. So I've obviously watched Deep Space Nine. She hasn't uh-huh. yet. So, but I'm like, I need to show her that one now. <laughs> so was, was it
0: interesting, kind of seeing like almost an extended version of that episode, <laughs> when you came back to watch TOS, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun because. I mean, I, I knew of the episode, but I hadn't watched it, obviously, and so that was really neat to kind of be like, oh, that's really fun. So now I'm I need to go back and watch *Trial and Tribulations* too. So
0: for sure, that's a great two pack right there to watch them <laughs> yeah. back to back. So, so so what about like episodes like uh, like *Cat's Paw*? You like that one? <laughs> that's just mean, man. <laughs> just mean.
1: <laughs> it was okay.
0: <laughs> well, if you ever if you ever want to watch it again, you should listen to it with me and Brandon's commentary. Uh, it's. I, I don't know the episode title Ken, you, you, I'm sure to <laughs> I
2: thought it was just a commentary on Cat's Paw but did you actually put a name to it? Because it, it was a supplemental
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. it came out on Halloween of this year me and Brandon Shamitella did, did a commentary so if you ever have to watch it again okay. you should listen to it with us so just file that away for future reference Kay. but yes, that's one of the worst episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that wasn't all that great.
0: And it's okay. You know, you're so positive, Haley. Really. It's okay to say you don't <laughs> like certain things. Well, I certainly don't censor myself in that category. So. You know,
1: I. There's no episodes. I'm not one of those where it's like, oh, I hate that episode kind of people. I will rank them lower than some other. But, you know. They always say, you know, some episode that you don't like is an episode that somebody else is going to like. And like when I was watching DS9, I had some people tell me, oh, I'll tell you which episodes to watch, you know, which ones are the good ones. And I'm like, no, I I believe in watching it all, the good and the bad, or the not so good, because someone's going to like it, even if I don't. And... I believe if you want to have an actual conversation about it, you have to watch it because there's some things that are just an entirety, and so in order to understand it all and talk about it, you gotta watch it all, even totally. if you don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, people always say, "Oh, let's skip this one and rewatch." I'm like, ah, yeah. "No, that defeats the purpose of a rewatch. You gotta go through the whole thing. Is it mm-hmm. a best of? You know, so. exactly, or an initial yeah. watch yeah. in her case." An initial An watch, initial yes. watch An yeah, initial or yeah. just a watch, <laughs> as they as they call a watch. That's right. Uh, as it's called. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Netflix, Hulu, stuff like that. Do you? So you watch, uh, on, you watch all the Star Treks on streaming. Mm-hmm. I take it. Yeah. Uh, so do, I, I guess you watch it with the new special effects, huh? The remastered versions of TOS.
1: Probably. They would.
2: They would be sp- on Netflix. Yes. Netflix. Yeah. You don't but have you a choice. A s-
0: <laughs> if you see a cgi enterprise it's probably not from 1966 so. yeah that, that probably that probably does help though uh seeing it for the first time within that context and that was the whole point of when they when they updated it you know yeah. because you know if you don't have the nostalgic attachment you, you probably and you just show somebody this you're like oh it's a little rough you know i mean i love i love shows like you know the twilight zone you know, contemporary but and they're they're less about the special effects of Star Trek, and even so they you they have some like "Quote unquote special effects," you're like, <laughs> no, but uh, anyway.
1: Yeah, I was telling, I was explaining Chloe, um, a lot of the the ship scenes, and I'm like, yeah, you know how they did that? And I'm like, it was this little model, <laughs> it was on a wire, and I'm like, and explaining how like they did the stars and stuff, and so it's kind of fun because she's like, oh, that makes sense, because she's, yeah, she she likes math and science, so she's very much. Rational thinker, and she's like, "That makes sense. Yeah, I can see that."
0: I'll <laughs> allow <about> it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's how kids are. Yeah, that's neat. That's good. The uh, if you're watching Netflix, they're all they're all remastered. If you watch CBS All Access, the original series is in the original form. They do not offer them remastered, which is really peculiar to me. So yeah, you'll you'll see the difference. It's it's quite dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite dramatic between the two. Because when did they finish remastering the original? Ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. No, that's two thousand six. Two thousand six. Oh, what was that? Th- yeah, oh, I was thinking uh, to the motion picture. I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they they really did upgrade them, and it 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 does make the show look a lot better. On oh, when they're yeah. in, doing their space things, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Okay, that makes that's good. That's good. Okay, so you're halfway through your journey, both of you. <laughs> that was a great surprise. Um, i'm I'm guessing we'll be able to kind of follow along with uh, with with your updates that you'll put out there on social media. Yes, all right. And then uh, is, are the movies on your agenda too? Or are you trying to get through the um, through the original series before you get caught up on the the TOS movies?
1: We'll probably finish um, the original series the TV series first, and then hit the movies. Like I said, we, we watched the motion picture, and then we watched Wrath of Khan, um, which is interesting, because then we started TOS, the TV series, after we had already watched Wrath of Khan, so then we got to Space Seed, and I was like, okay, this is (laughs) kind of explained a little bit, um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get to the movies. I mean, like I said, I have them, so it's just kind of, Depending on but Now,
0: do you have the director's edition of those movies? Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> double I'd <have> check to, <laughs> I'd have to pull because, out because it's box. A, That's a that's a perfect excuse to rewatch them when you get to the movies again. Okay. Uh, because they if you have it on Blu ray, they don't have the director's edition of Motion Picture on Blu ray. It's only on D V D. Okay. Uh, I'd I mean, have I to look.
1: Know. I don't like I said, it was the it was the because last year for Christmas
0: mm-hmm. um
1: they released the packaging the set yeah and they did it for original series and all the tng movies so that's what i have so i don't know i don't think
0: you have that you then you don't have the the director's edition no, of I don't picture so. i do that is the that is the superior version <laughs> of the two i will say so so file know. that away and you're gotta watch that at some point list so yeah <laughs> boy i <laughs> yeah, could do we'll a whole show on list.
2: that just myself i think Between the director's edition and the old edition of TMP, it'd be interesting. Yes, yes. There's aspects of the original one that are much better than the director's, and then there's aspects of the director's that's much better than the original. So, that's how I look at it. But anyway, um, well, that's that's good. So, uh, I can't even speak. Haley, Chloe, Zoe, Haley, (laughs) Zach, cut it out. I'm too old for this. I do this to my kids all the time, you know. And they're like, No, I'm I'm Cody. Shut up. You know I was talking to you. Starting to have those senior moments. And you get them early when you have four kids. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did I hear? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, I'm just sympathizing because I can imagine one is is enough. Uh, Yeah. Four would be three too many.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, fortunately, I've been blessed. They're all good kids. They're doing it right, so. Um, you know, Thank God things are going in the right direction. But at any rate, so as, as, as we move on, Haley, we'll, we'll be paying very close attention, at least I will be, because I'll be curious to pull you back in when it's all done. I'd really like to kind of circle back and say, all right, you got through the series, you got through the movies, and, and, and what I really like about this conversation is the fact, like I said before— you're doing it with your daughter. I think that's really cool. You're really you know, you're, you've done it before, but now you're doing it with the, the show that, that we're focused on, and mm-hmm. just see you know how it how it all comes together for you, and where TOS sits. I'm not, you know, I, I tease our other shows all the time, <laughs> because that's what I do. But in all seriousness, each Star Trek series is is unique and is awesome in its own right, and they have characteristics that are. That are that are all pretty strong, right? There's Mm -hmm. there's some that people like more than others. I do get that, but I I just mean if you watch any Star Trek, um, it's all good. And I think you also said something that's very important, and I do agree with. Watch it all, you know, because even bad Star Trek is still good TV, usually. Usually, there's a couple exceptions to that. I get that, but for the most part, it is good TV, and it's uh, it's better than a lot of the other things that are out there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that'd be fun. That'd be great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I'd I'd like to do that. And Zach, my friend, what are your thoughts on this conversation? What are you glean? Is this is this bringing back any of the memories that you see? I I didn't watch anything with my parents. They couldn't stand this stuff. So I was I was I was solo ops. Brother and sister could care less. Still do. You know, all I do is get teased by those guys. That's fine. But I'm I'm curious from your aspect how how this this brought back some memories for you.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that because you know when when I used to watch Star Trek when I was younger, my uh, especially my mom would be like talk about like the, uh, all right, so what did you learn or you know hey, you see what they did there, you know that's the way to do it, and you gotta just try to use it as a kind of a learning uh, avenue as well because you know it's entertaining but it's also educational and and you know I have a much uh, larger vocabulary. You know, as well from having watched. Don't Star Trek. we and all? Sure, uh, it's awful. I'm sure Chloe yeah. will, will be the
2: smartest person in her class. It, it, it uh, works. Be- yeah. It works beautiful until you meet all the Trek fans. Then all of a sudden, it's like you're not that smart anymore.
0: <laughs> until you meet like yeah. Mr. Ettard, it's
2: like man, I thought I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I had a Ph.D. in Star Trek. I'm like in the elementary school compared to him. So,
2: yes. <laughs> oh yeah, but I was—I would use the term like your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates dot dot dot. Right? Nobody would know where the hell that's from unless they were a Star Trek fan. Nobody, but it sounded pretty sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, Ken, you're pretty smart. We saw the movie. Shut up. <laughs>
0: No, that's great. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you know introducing her to it at a young age. I think that's a great time to to get plugged into it, and it's just something that'll you know uh, revisiting Star Trek throughout your life, you know, you'll see it as a kid, and then you'll watch it later, and you kind of you are what you bring to it. I always say that about Star Trek. Star Trek is what you bring to it. So you can you can see the same stuff years apart mm-hmm. and have a totally different you know attitude or uh, opinion, or even a, a, find something that you connect with or an appreciation for it better. So so that's that's going to be great. You know, going going throughout the years with her, hopefully she she carries the torch. You're passing to her of Star Trek and, and we'll revisit it years from now and think about oh yeah watching it with mom and now i watching it now with my kids and all that good stuff and that's a great legacy to pass on so
1: yeah yeah I hope so we'll see what we'll see what happens no
0: pressure. No, no pressure <laughs> no pressure no
1: pressure at all <laughs> yeah um, no it's actually it's really funny Like, so we're immersed in a lot of nerd culture in this little twosome family that we've got going on um and it's so funny because we'll watch stuff and like, you know, with, with Star Trek and with some of the other movies that we watch that are nerdy and things like that. And she'll go to school and she'll come home and she'll be like, mom, no one knows what that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or,
1: uh, I think she said one other kid at school that's in her grade cause she's in fifth grade watches star trek or knows at least what star trek is has seen something of star trek and and that's it and i'm like well that really stinks for them because their parents just aren't as cool there
0: you go
1: (laughs) so that's what i tell her you know and and she'll you know different movies that we'll watch no one knows what that movie is mom (laughs) i'm like well you do and that's okay (laughs) i'm like you need to tell them they can ask their parents if they can watch it
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a very unique club we're in, I think. You know that. Um, yeah. It it's it's grown, that's for sure, and it's 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 something that I think all of us feel that that's it, pretty special because the, the people that we have met through this 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 series, this franchise, or whatever it's it's been a fantastic ride. So I'm I'm guessing that for Chloe, that eventually to be the same for her because. You know, I I hate to to say it, but man, these kids they grow up so fast, right? And I know I sound yeah. like the old guy, but it is true. And you know, she she's ten, and you know, in ten years or eleven years, maybe she'll be with you side by side uh, at 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 Star Trek Las Vegas, right? Just like yeah. just like my kids were two years ago, my two older kids with me. You know, and it's it's the coolest thing. So it's 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 really nice to be able really nice to be able to share that and then kind of introduce them into that bigger world
1: exactly yeah she's uh, this last year actually um, she was sad that uh, she didn't get to go to Vegas with me and um you know I kind of explained why and stuff like that and I said maybe you know in a few years when you're a little bit older and stuff like that and you can be up in the room by yourself if I'm out later with friends. And then she's also jealous that because sometimes she'll listen to some of the podcasts with me because I try to catch up on the weekends. And so I just have it playing. And um, and so she knows like she knows some people by their voices and who they are. And she's like, you got to meet them. And she's jealous that, like, I get to meet some of these people whose voices... got to meet
0: Ken Tramp?
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> I get that a lot. did get voices, his autograph. You know,
1: these voices that she hears. And she's like, oh, I'm jealous that you got to meet them. I'm like, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you'll have your day. Awesome. You'll have your day. You'll have your day. That's all you yeah, got to keep telling you know. her. Yeah, you know.
1: And so, um, so, yeah, so, like, I'm trying to do some things with her, you know, and... So yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm hoping someday she'll go.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, if if uh, this will drop on Monday, and if you and Chloe listen to this together, I'll just say, Chloe, your mom's doing it right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's doing it right, so that's cool. All right. So, hey, Zach, any final thoughts on this one, buddy?
0: no i think we're good thanks for uh sharing that with your little uh family experiment you got going on there <laughs> watching tos and uh, and we look forward to uh so i'm always it's always fun to see you know pop up on my social media like you're you know well, here we are watching star trek together you know and that's, it's always <laughs> cute to see that so so keep nice. that up we'll keep an eye on it we'll look forward to uh to having you back on when it's all said and done you can give us some some final thoughts on the whole tos experience so uh so shout out to to chloe out there and uh Thanks for being on. So if people want to find you out there, Haley, follow follow your rewatch, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm Trekkie01D, and uh, I try to post on there as much as possible. It's usually mostly on Facebook, but I'm trying to do it a little bit more on Twitter. My Facebook, um, you can find me on Facebook, but I'm kind of selective
2: as you should be oh, yeah, yeah should that be. that's important and <laughs> yeah so uh, Twitter's
1: the best spot if you want to randomly follow me <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: and hopefully awesome. Haley um, the people if they when this when this show drops we we go on to the Babel conference and uh, if they have any questions or whatever you want to converse with them you, you can do it there as well
1: yeah yeah I'm definitely part of that group on there so
2: then we shall see you there <laughs>
0: All right, well, talking about TOS and watching it as a family isn't the only thing we're doing on Trek FM this week. Here's a quick look at what else you might have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek.fm, the 602 Club. Oh, huge. Uh, I mean, uh, Tintin, definitely in Europe and in many, many other countries, um, in Africa and Asia, um, is really, honestly, as big as... James Bond rolled together with Indiana Jones and Superman.
2: The Edge, a Star Trek Discovery podcast.
0: First of all, it very much hinges on the existence of subspace, um, which is also a kind of murky sci-fi term that is used in Star Trek to Explain how warp drive works, and um, and how you can communicate the orb, and and so it, it makes the relationship between uh, Nog and Jake really important because it's I think it does really soften Cisco's heart towards the Ferengi, and I think it does the same thing for Rom. Rom I think begins to see the ways in which these Federation types actually are different than most to kind of think of them. Warp 5. I, I like to talk about these things. They're not easy to talk about. You know, this is not an easy discussion to have because of so much stuff that's going on in our society right now. You know, and what's been going on for years. You know, I, again, that hashtag, the Me Too, like, it really opened my eyes, you know, and which is what it was supposed to do, right? This is exactly what it was supposed to do. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows and find out what we're talking about in your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcast. If you're an Apple user, get the show on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. That helps us greatly and makes it easier for other listeners to find the show. If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Stitcher, TuneIn, Speaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, and of course, you can stream and
2: download the MP3 file from our website and grab the RSS link as well. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at Trek FM, you can always find us on trek.fm slash contact and look in the sidebar on the show page, or you can go to speakpipe.com slash trek.fm and please leave us a voice message. You can also contact us through Twitter at trek.fm or on Facebook at facebook.com slash trek.fm, and of course in the Babel Conference. Type Babel Conference, that's B-A-B-E-L, into the search field on Facebook, or go to our website at Trek.fm and click Discussion on the menu bar. Another way you can help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week is to become a patron on the network on Patreon. If you visit Patreon slash FM, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash F M. You'll find the current goals and different milestone contributions, along with all the great perks we have for you. These perks include early access to content, exclusive content, producer credits, seats on our content development team, and more. We really appreciate any support you can give us and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find all the details on patreon.com slash trekfm. Speaking of Patreon, thank you as always to our great associate producers for Standard Orbit. We have Renee Roberts, Norman Lau, Aaron Harvey, Tim Robertson, Nick Anastasio, Richard Marquez, and Corey Elrod. Yes, thank you guys so much for your support for both Stenorbit and Trek FM. Uh, so, Ken, if people want to find you out there on the internet, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me hanging around the Babel Conference and engaging people when I, when I have the opportunity. You can also find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Boston, S-C-P-O. And we, uh, we like to tweet out all our new episode information as soon as we get it, as well, as well as our colleagues. So look for me there.
0: As for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M O O R E O N Z A C H, And I'm also the host of my own podcast, Always Hold On to Smallville, where we talk about each and every episode of that Young Superman series from the early 2000s. And you can find us on Twitter at AlwaysMallville with one S. So thanks everyone for listening and join us again next time here on Trek FM for another episode of Standard Orbit.